Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, Ducks! Wow! This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh! Off the upright! And good! Odyssey app and 1080. All these things are true. I wouldn't lie. I, I don't lie to you guys, baby. The fan. Well, it's true. <laughs> I don't lie to nobody. You know, that's just that's not what I do. That would be that would be fake, and I'm not with any of that stuff, man. Appreciate so, it. You know, that's, I like I, real people. I do my part, man. You know, as real as can be over here. Some people yeah, are good, dude. Fake as four dollar bills. You know, especially so. in the media. Like especially people that do this job, you would you would probably not be surprised to learn, and not not necessarily here in this building. Uh, this is probably the coolest group of people I have ever worked with in my career. But there are a lot of fakes and liars in this biz. Oh, for shocked, sure. I'm sure. For sure, for sure. You know, a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many of how many sports guys think that they're bigger than the actual athletes. Oh my God! It's like I'm a Seriously. chubby white dude that nobody. Like I'm just giving my angry hot takes, and and for some reason we still get paid to do this, and it's awesome. But hell no. Yeah, there's some people the that story. they're like the the Stephen A's and Jay Adondes of the world nah. that that truly feel like they are a bigger celebrity than the people that they're talking about. Well, that's what happens when you start making five, ten million dollars just to talk sports. I would put Skip Bayless in that category as well. Oh, 100%. I just didn't want to say his way name. Way bigger. I mean, with that argument with Richard Sherman, like, oh, I think I've accomplished a lot in my field. Like, Sorry. Skip, you're lucky because you know people. You're from the Sorry. right part of the country and you know people. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Let's say it like it is, buddy. God. He said, I'm better at life than you. Like, he, ouch. Did. Ouch. he did. He did. Speaking of life, I forgot to ask you uh, to start this show, man. How was your Friday? Did you do anything fun? I went and saw Oppenheimer on How Friday. How was it? So I, I hmm. Okay. I liked it. Great right. movie. Not sure it was worth going to the movie theater for. However, I did see it. Um, there, there's many different versions of it. Oppenheimer was shot in IMAX cameras, which okay. I don't know if you know about Chris Nolan films, but that's that's kind of one thing that he's done since The Dark Knight, right. which is one of my favorites of all time. But very cinematic and uh, very clear, I, I think, if you saw it on one of 20 screens in the United States where it's being uh, viewed in 70 millimeter IMAX format. It's it's the equivalent of like 19k. You know, you and I oh, get shoot. 4k yeah, TVs, but but just the clarity is supposed to be really good. So I went and saw it. The only uh, version near us um, that's close to that is just the original 70 millimeter. So not IMAX, but just the regular theater screen. But it's an actual. It's not digital. It's an actual film reel, and I think that was the equivalent of 13k. So so the clarity was good. The movie was good. But I hate movie theaters. So so that is my one <laughs> qualm, and maybe other people can put up with it more than I do, Joe. Uh, uh, Joe, maybe. Do, does he, I, I wonder, like, is he a movie guy? Like, Joe? Th- does Joe ever go to a movie theater? Because I, I, I don't feel like I've ever heard you talk about going to the theater very often. I don't know if you're a movie guy. I love movies, yeah. Okay, I love so you're theater. a movie guy. I feel like he's on my side of this, so I feel like you're in the minority just on going to the actual theater Absolutely. as there's opposed things, to staying at home. There's some things that, unfortunately, <laughs> you just can't, it just doesn't ring the same at home, you know? So some sometimes a movie theater, I wish I wouldn't, wouldn't have seen um, 
the Mario Brothers movie at the theater. At the theater. Because, yeah, know, I can watch that. It's streaming, I think, on Peacock. Yeah, and so there's some some movies were like, oh, I should have saw that. Stream it on the, the theater, cock. You know, but for the, but for the most part, like, I one of my guilty pleasures, um, I'll go to the movies by myself. Yeah. All the time. Like, I mean, I would sneak a little pint of something into the theater. I love it. And I, I would just it, go and watch a movie and get some popcorn just, just myself. I saw, let's see, I saw 40-Year-Old Virgin alone which sounds kind of sad when you say I, it I was out gonna loud say, dude did, but were you, uh, were you doing something to yourself no man row? i was just like <laughs> no God. seriously it'd be like uh, so it would be times where i'm like i was just kind of bored no i, I got a movie out and i was like bro i'm here i might as well you know i, know many I got a couple hours so yeah um uh i remember i saw anchorman in the theater which was hilarious the right. first harold and kumar in the theater which was awesome so yeah i've been able to see a lot of like cool things like on my own, but there's a lot of things that I'm like, yeah, I'm not going by myself. So I would recommend that you go see this, Rashad. Oppenheimer might change okay. cinema as we know it just because of the options that Chris Nolan is actually giving us. And really you see, you know, not just a superhero movie with a bunch of, of computer-generated effects and people really not acting, just being in suits looking sexy. Like, th this is a movie. And obviously the story important, uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, the basically inventor or one of the first inventors of, of the, the atomic, atomic bomb. bomb and that is a story that i think needs to be told and finally in 2023 we're getting a really good telling of it so, so since okay. you're a movie theater guy i would go but so, dude i smelled farts walking back into the theater after i went to grab my uh my slurpees to drink for my wife and i well, well well that's they gotta go somewhere because you're walking under everybody's butts and that's what i realized and i'm like that alone put me off and then just the feeling of the seat for three hours i'd rather it's a three hour movie it, oppenheimer Pass. is a three hour movie. Pass. see so so you can't sit in a theater Pass. for that long i'd rather have my own bathroom <laughs> i want i want my own cannabis yeah. i, I want to be at home Pass. yeah <laughs> i'm not doing that i need to take breaks or come back to it uh to it later so you can say it's the movie was the bomb uh i don't know about you see that. what i did there? that's that's yeah. like saying bomb on an airplane I, I say it was pretty good it was a good movie I would go see it if you're a theater guy, but it sounds like uh, three hours you can't do it, and that is that is a that is a turnoff for a lot of people. I mean, it is like a Titanic epic length film. So, well, shoot, man, uh, one of the best movies of, of the year is going to be the the drama that takes place in the NFC North. Ooh, yes, there is so much drama, so much you know movement, so much drama drama in the NBC or you know what I'm saying or NFC. So uh, here we go. Someone asked, said, said they're a Lions fan. Let's just get this out of the way now. For the first time since 1993, the Lions have been favored to win the division championship. Really? In 30 years? For the years. first time in 30 years, the Detroit Lions, the Dan Campbells, the fighting Dan Campbells, as we like to call them here on 1080 The Fan, are favored to win the championship of the NFC. For the uh, first time since Barry North. Sanders was on your roster. For the first time. Congrats, we, Lions fans. We talked about this, you know, just kind of during the during the break a little bit. Like, the Lions have had literally like three franchise players, four franchise players in, in their entire history. Um, but most notably, Barry Sanders, Megatron, Matt Stafford. That's That's been it. Yep. All of a sudden... In three seasons. Now, this is Dan Campbell's third season. Yes, I believe is it is his season? third year because he went uh, he went almost defeated, I believe, in the first season, and then last and then year just was the barely missed the playoffs. Around. Last yeah, game so, of the season, so third year, yeah. So he's led the team to the first winning season since 2017, um, and a six year bump from or six win bump from the year prior. Man, Dan Campbell really has this team playing well. It's one of the best. Uh, the the offense one of the best in the league. Last year, they were able to score points. Coach Ben Johnson, or offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, uh, was doing a great job making sure they can put points on the board. He's back in Motor City, which is huge for this team. Drafted you know, that kid Alabama, Jameer Gibbs, too. Oh, my gosh, man. You know, like, so, that, I mean, and mind you, after you trade away uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, and then you go ahead and uh, – Draft, what you said, you just mentioned Jameer Gibbs and everything. So and I, lo I love Swift. I'm a Swift yeah. fan. He's on the Eagles now, I believe, and yeah. they're, they're they're getting, I mean, a thousand yards out of this kid, guaranteed for DeAndre Swift. But yeah. Gibbs, oh, he's good old Alabama running back, and he does what they usually do, mm -hmm. yeah, which is produced typically, you know, in the NFL. And so uh, they're also able to go out and get David Montgomery, you know, who and uh, Marvin Jones, or excuse me, uh, yeah, Marvin Jones, who's uh, replacing uh, DJ Chark. So they were able to kind of. 
fill in some needs where they needed to. Um, I already kind of thought that they were the best team in their division moving forward, or at least, you know, at this point, um, especially with Aaron Rodgers, you know, leaving the division. Um, it leaves things up in the air. It kind of sure. leaves everything up in the air. Uh, but I honestly think the Lions are the team to beat this year. Um, I think the only other team that's really going to give them any type of pushback in this division uh, would be the Minnesota Vikings. And I think the Vikings, honestly, Kirk Cousins, after watching Quarterback, I don't know if you saw Quarterback on Netflix. I'm watching. I'm uh, in episode two right now. I love Kirk Cousins so much more after watching Quarterback. You and, know, uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody was uh, telling me that I needed to watch that specifically to to look at Kirk Cousins' preparation and how much uh, he puts into the game. He puts in so much, and then you see how much he's not protected. You know, there's there's a part where he kind of uh, gets a, a bruised rib, you know, just from taking so many hits from the off or from the defense, and just he just keeps going, keeps going, and yeah. keeps plugging away. And then he's just laying on the ground at some points, like kind of wincing in pain, just like ugh. But he just keeps getting up and keeps doing more. It's like man. He doesn't curse. He, you know, he's like a, a family dude. He wants nothing more than to be around his kids and to be around his wife. Wife dresses him like she shops at Costco and buys Kirkland brand stuff like that. Like he's just a regular, a regular dude who happens to play football. You it's know, true. And I forget. I forget he's been in the league for like eleven years now. Well, I mean, he was handed a job at uh, <laughs> took you know for the Washington football. No, team. he took that job. No, 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 no. If it weren't for Alex Smith going down and breaking his damn leg in a horrible fashion and almost having it amputated, I'm not sure Kirk Cousins would have been as prominent at quarterback. I mean, as we remember see. he took he took over for for RG three when everybody thought Robert Griffin was going to be um, that guy, and he was able to take over for him, but. Um, and then just pretty much never looked back. And you know, the best thing that could have happened was, uh, and this sounds terrible saying this, is Alex Smith taking that injury um, because it forced him, you know, forced him to do more. Yeah, but he's such, I mean, uh, all right. Yes, watching quarterbacks, I see the preparation and Kirk Cousins is decent. However, I think, and I, and I, I mean, I never thought that I'd say this about Jared Goff, but Jared Goff sneaks into the top 10 of quarterbacks in all of the NFL this year. And I'm actually excited to see what he can do with this roster of, of weapons. I know Marvin, he's going to be the second uh, Jacksonville Jaguars 2.0 iteration at wide receiver after DJ Chark. But I feel like uh, maybe Detroit has identified that Jacksonville is onto something with their wideouts because uh, DJ Chark was really good before Detroit brought him in. Not quite... Uh, able to get what they wanted out of him for this season so or for this last season so this season they go with Marvin Jones Jr their their offensive line is obviously all sewn up anchored by former Duck Penny Sewell a lot of veterans on that line as well so Goff's got the protection we already mentioned the running back in Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama so their offense specifically it's going to be lit coming off their defensive rookie of the year winner Aiden Hutchinson as well they've got an edge guy now I mean Detroit is scary and, yeah, I know, Kirk Cousins, they're going to challenge him. Minnesota's been there, but they haven't been great. They've been able to do it during the regular season, I think 13-4 and four in uh, 2022. But I think this is going to be the Lions' year. And they're predicted yeah. to win. I would say, at this point, you're probably going to need 13 wins overall to win the uh, NFC North. So, mm. Yeah, let's put Detroit at thirteen and four coming up in twenty twenty three. Jeez, thirteen and four. Okay. Looking at their schedule, I think it's doable. It's it, the, a couple things have to bounce their way, um, especially end of the year. I don't think they're going to win to open up against Kansas City. They're going to have to sew it up against Minnesota, and then at, at the end of the season, right before that, they've got Dallas on the road. So, yeah. so their last three games at Minnesota, at Dallas versus Minnesota at home. So that's what I'm saying. Some things have to bounce their way. But if Detroit can show up and if they can play for Dan Campbell, they can run through a damn wall like I would run through a damn wall for Dan Campbell. I think they're going to be okay. And yeah, I think I'm, they're getting. 13 I'm saying wins. 12 and five for the Lions, and I'm going to go for the uh, for the Vikings. I'm going to go ahead and say. 10 and 7 on the season okay. for the Vikings. So you, let, you so you think a little bit of a regression. Just a little bit. Just just I mean just just a little bit because now that you know Justin Jefferson our reigning offensive player of the year uh for the NFL um yeah I think defense is going to pay a lot more attention and maybe put two guys on on him put somebody over the top of him just to make sure that he can't, you know, beat you the way he typically ends up beating you. But he's Justin Jefferson. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants to. He's a 99 overall in Madden. So just saying. 
Uh, all right, he coming is. up, man, we're going to wrap up this division. We have two other teams to talk about, so we're going to wrap up the NFC North when we come back right here, Sports Sunday on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. No one. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 1022 on a beautiful Sunday morning here in Portland, Oregon. What you got going today, bro? Uh, not sure. Might do some water activities. Might <laughs> got to do some shopping. My wife and I it, really we get into this habit of like needing groceries and then just ordering out instead. Mm. So mm. got to handle that. But we might be out in the water. What about you? Uh, not too much, bro. I'm probably just chilling. You know, not a lot. Uh, maybe just hang out at home. I got some, you know, got some laundry to do. That's pretty much what my uh, life is, bro, is that full pile of, of laundry. Yeah, it's man. Trying to make sure I, you know, get some laundry done and some other stuff like that, man. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. You'll learn. I'm very, very uh domestic. You know, that's what I have to try to do is go home and be domestic. I'm always moving for my job and yeah. doing stuff especially during the summer. So I very seldom get a chance to just like sit and chill well, that's or anything nice like that to so, just do that yeah and so uh so yeah i'm gonna go home and probably do so i want to go hoop today i want to go out and shoot somewhere but we'll see uh if i'm able to do that but. Yeah, shoot come on over i got a very nice basketball court right outside my house like it's like a block away oh yeah oh we got it's a nice neighborhood development there with like tennis courts and there's an hoa and the pool that i get there is included in my house uh fees every month but yeah we also have a nice little basketball court like full size and uh it was just made a year ago get up there and hoop sometime yeah so um well we're gonna wrap up our nfc north previews and we're gonna start with uh aaron Rodgers. well excuse me the aaron Rodgers list Green Bay Packers, which sounds really weird to say that Aaron Rodgers no longer plays for the Green Bay Packers after damn near 20 seasons. Um, he is now playing for the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's what he's doing now. And uh, I think Green Bay fans are kind of on the fence about how to, you know, how to feel about that. But it was a long, drawn-out process, and now he's gone to New York. Now Jordan Love is up. You know, Jordan Love, who was picked in 2020, um, uh, only played 10 games so far. He's going to look to be leading an offense, and that took a lot of steps backwards um, last season. You know, after Devontae Adams was traded, he ended up being in, in Las Vegas. 
that didn't go as well for him. Um, and then, you know, you uh, you lose your leading receiver in Alan Lazard. So if it's a young quarterback, you're, you don't have many weapons. At least you feel like you don't have many weapons um, to work with. You, you got uh, Jalen Reed and tight end Tucker Craft, Luke Musgrave. Um, in the second, third rounds of the draft. So it's like you got guys, but no, nobody that's expected to do much for you right now. Um, as a Packers fan, I, I'm sure I'm, I'm a Patriots fan, so I understand what it means to have a a great quarterback for, uh, excuse me, a, a game-changing, once-in-a-lifetime quarterback for, you know, 15 years plus. You know, I know what that's, what that's like. And then you lose that guy and you try to figure out what's next. And I think we talked about this a little earlier Jordan Love is going to have to do his best uh, Jordan Love impression because he can't be he can't be Aaron Rodgers. Very few people can be Aaron Rodgers, and I think they tried to make Mac Jones the next Tom Brady, and Mac Jones can't be Tom Brady. They got to figure out an offense that works for Jordan Love and what he can provide as the quarterback, as the lead trigger man for this Packers team. So here's what I think Green Bay thinks that they have, and I guys and gals listening because I'm about to get laughed at. The text line is going to come down on me hard here. But here we go. Rashad, I think the Packers think that they have their own Patrick Mahomes and Jordan Love. You go back. We don't have much, you know, highlight-wise from his time in the NFL. Obviously, you just mentioned, I think, only 10 games. But you go back, you look at his time at Utah State, you see a lot of big throws. You see a lot of throws moving around in and out of the pocket. And one thing that we've actually uh, learned from this uh, Netflix series, Quarterbacks, which I I did not know and, frankly, uh, is fascinating to me and why Patrick Mahomes, one of the features of quarterbacks, is so good, is because of the mobility of his spine. And there's a doctor uh, or his agent, I can't remember, talks about just how strong Patrick Mahomes is from the spine and how he's never seen anything like that strength, you know, from spine to shoulder or from spine to hip and any other patient that he's ever worked with. Patrick Mahomes is a genetic freak. And you go back and you watch Jordan Love back in college at Utah State, moving out of the pocket, throwing big balls, getting things over the defense, despite being on the run, despite being knocked over off balance. I think that Green Bay was so willing to move on from a 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers at this point because they wanted to get Jordan Love exposed. They think he's their Patrick Mahomes. Do I see it? Eh, I don't know about that. Nobody else is going to be Patrick Mahomes. And, And... Nobody else, I think, in the next two or three decades will even come close to that. But Jordan Love has got a very strong arm. He's mobile. And Green Bay has gone forward with, uh, I think, a very different quarterback than they've ever had in their history. Very pocket style with Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers, actually a little bit more mobile than people think. I believe he's in the top 10 or 12 quarterbacks of all time for rushing yards. Uh, So people forget that about him, I think. Uh, But, yeah, we'll see. If they're correct, and Green Bay has found their Patrick Mahomes, so to say. But this season, it's growing pains. They're not going to be good. They, they let a lot of other, of other guys go on both sides of the ball. So, I, I don't know. Shoot. What do you want to say? Like six wins, Rashad, Green maybe? Bay, that, sounds, that sounds four. That sounds fair. Yeah. Five, five to six wins for the season for Green Bay. It's gonna be, there's going to be some growing pains. And unless you, you, you mentioned they found their Patrick Mahomes, which I think we're going to see a lot more of than usual. Um, just because that's the style of quarterback that these guys have have grown up playing. So I think we're going to start seeing a lot more um, guys that play closer to Patrick. Have you seen some of these new recruits that are coming out and guys that are ambidextrous and throwing, dropping backs and throwing with both hands? Like, yeah, it's coming. These these guys are are right around the corner. And last in this division, this lowly division, the the Bears, Chicago Bears. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, wow. I think they have they have some great things to to be happy about if you're the Bears. Um, Justin Fields has continued to make strides as a quarterback. Of course, um, he considers himself a top five rusher, a rushing quarterback in this in the league's history. Yes, I yeah, we learned that in the last hour here I would, on ESPN Radio. I would be okay with him putting himself into that category. Man, you're just throwing Randall Cunningham just under the bus. I'm not throwing though. Randall Cunningham. He's he's five. Okay, he's, so he's four your, or five? Okay, so, so he put Steve Young at five. So he said Steve uh, Young probably wouldn't make my list. Okay, yeah, Lamb. Well, Steve Young is in the top ten. Uh, yeah, no, of, no, no, no. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, but if we're talking yards five, wise, if we're talking five, you're talking I'm your talk, five. Yeah, if okay. we're talking five, it's um, it's Mike Vick. Um, okay, it's uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I would probably go ahead and put um, 
we forgot we forget how much Donovan McNabb um, would move, you know, with the ball and try to escape and stuff like that. He would do that a whole whole lot. Um, I think, yeah, probably. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna go Aaron McNair. You know what I'm saying? He's, Aaron he's, McNair. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Aaron McNair, Rest and then I'm gonna go, uh, and then I'm gonna go with. Uh, my guy, uh, Randall Cunningham. I mean, I, I hate to do it, but I got to put Cam Newton up there in the top five. Oh, he, d- I'm pretty sure his rushing yard total is okay. uh, up there, so, 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 so I got to throw Cam Newton in there. Yeah, so I'm pretty I'd, sure I'd Russ to... has thrown for Russell Wilson has uh, run for a lot of yards in I'm, this league as well. I'm gonna have to take, uh, um, I'm gonna take McNabb off and put. Uh, Cam Newton. See, man, that's there. what I'm saying. You, you understand, like, you're. It's it just, it sucks. There's so many of these guys now in the last ten years that have kind of started to come into the league. It's more prominent. So you're trying to like pick and choose. And, and I understand why you're having a, a trouble getting a top five together with Justin Fields in it. But but that right there should make it easy to see. Jay Fields, you're still young. You're not quite there yet, buddy. We're, this is like after Michael Vick had his first really good year for Atlanta back in the day. Like you aren't the best yet, bud. You can get there. But I like I like the attitude, but I'm not sure that I like the <laughs> like the, I guess maybe 60, 70 percent of the attitude. I just don't no, like I the it. I'm better than almost everybody attitude. I mean, I get it. Confidence I mean, is king. But, he, but I mean, shoot. I mean, I, that's, what I, that's what I need you to be, though, as my quarterback. I need you to be that cocky, you know, SOB, you know, to make sure you can go out there and lead those men. But Justin Fields is coming back. You know, Chicago was able to sign guard Nick Davis. Uh, hopefully that kind of bolsters that offensive line that they need to uh you know to really be successful there but for the most part not a whole lot to like about the offense of the bears um you just hope that their their quarterback stays upright you hope that you know justin fields doesn't get hurt and honestly i think that's the best you can ask for at this point from uh from the bears yeah they they're gonna be terrible they i'm I'm gonna say maybe around maybe around Five, six wins. Uh, I'm gonna go four. Six wins for you said four. Yeah, I just think that they're scheduled. I think they're projected loaded. to win seven and a half games this year. So I'm gonna go ahead and on a and say about six. So Man. yeah, I mean they got Chase Claypool now, who thinks that he is uh, in top three wide receivers in the league. Well, so you got somebody <laughs> that thinks he's a top ago. five, a top five rusher. Then you got Chase Claypool, who believes he's a top five receiver. The confidence <laughs> in Chicago is through the roof right now. You're and not so, wrong. And so if they can put that all together, like who's to say that Chicago can't be the surprise of the NFL uh, this year? So that is the North, the AFC, and NFC. Next week we'll do the South. Yeah, this Next has year been we'll fun, do man. AFC, we, we are NFC South. We're a week and a half away from the Hall of Fame game, Rashad. Man, like, we're right I'm here, bro. Stoked. We're right here. I and usually I only watch like maybe the first ten minutes of the game, okay. and then I turn. You know, obviously a lot of starters aren't playing and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah, it's yeah, football yeah. and it's NFL football, so it's hard not to not uh to not catch it for a little bit. So so yeah, man. So yeah, that was fun. So this week is the north, next week is the south as we get closer and closer to the start of the NFL season. Um let's talk some college. Ooh, NCAA. Co- some college football? Yeah, we talking like a lack of Pac twelve deal or we well, talking we uh, Pac twelve so, preview. So we didn't really preview the Pac twelve. We talked about a couple teams, but we didn't really talk about anybody. We didn't give Oregon State the just do that they deserve. So let's talk a little Oregon State football. Let's talk a little U of O football. Let's talk a little Pac-12. How about that? Want to do that? Oh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for my duckies. Make a break year for them. Hell yeah. Make a break for a lot of teams in the Pac-12. The top six or seven teams in the Pac-12 have a lot to prove. One being a swing team. That's the that uh, Colorado uh, squad. We're not sure what we're going to get from them yet, but I guess we'll see. So we're going to talk about that right here. Football Sunday slash Sports Sunday on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain t mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop we have the 5g speed you need whatever takes you on the go t-mobile's got you covered find out more at t-mobile.com network today 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Yeah, that's smooth. I like that. Man, football is in the air. We can smell it. We can feel it. Uh, training camps are going. Uh, preseason starting, uh, was it next week? Uh, let's weeks? see, a week from this Wednesday or Thursday, excuse me. So August 3rd. August 3rd. So, so yeah, next the Hall week. of Fame game. It's always a day or two after my dad's birthday. So, yeah, August 3rd. Yeah, so we are right around have... the corner from football starting, which means, um, ladies, I'm sorry, or any wives, girlfriends, um, you know, partners, anybody that you're attached to that's a football fan, I'm sorry, but for the next 30 weeks or so. Our weekends are sealed. Prepare to be, prepare to be ignored, you know. So get that honeydew list done. On uh, really either really, really early Saturday morning or right around that afternoon break. Um, you know, most Pac-12 games don't start till you know, right around 4 to 7. So that sweet spot to get that honey-do list done is right between like 1 and 3. You can get stuff being done between 1, 3, <laughs> 1, and 4. Uh, you're in great shape. But I, myself, am really excited about the football season started starting uh, specifically uh, Pac-12 football, super excited. Obviously, there are some big changes are coming to the Pac-12, some losses uh, to some major, major programs here in the Pac-12, uh, most notably USC, uh, that's going to be leaving and going to the wherever the hell they're going. Was it Big 12? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, uh, yeah, boo. You know, so boo. It'll be the Big 14 uh, at that point. But for now, USC is still slated to be the Pac-12 champion. Um, obviously, they have the returning Heisman winner, um, uh, Caleb, what's it, Caleb Williams. Yes, yeah. sir. Caleb Williams also to play with, uh, obviously, second-year coach over at, uh, or second-year at USC. Yeah, Lincoln Riley, and man. Lincoln he's Riley, he's a stud, man. I like Lincoln Riley. You know, he's one of those guys that I think most people wish that they could have play for them. But, man, uh, more specifically, let's talk about Oregon and – what the Oregon Ducks plan to do over the next little bit, man, I don't know, man. I think uh, – I okay, Duck fan, stall me out. Let me say this. It's going to be a good season by football standards. From Oregon Duck standards, might not be the season that you're looking for um, in the sense that I think Oregon Duck fans believe the Ducks are good enough to play – in the national championship, or if not more than that, to play in the playoff, to be invited to play in the playoff. This is what we know about the Oregon Ducks. Um, playing in December and into no, de- playing in November, late November, is their Achilles heel. That's typically where it all falls apart, playing in that uh, the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, this past year, it was losing to Oregon State in the Civil War they game. They always or have the, a stumbling block or the, two. What's the, what yeah. are we calling this game? It's not Civil War anymore. But. It, I mean, it used to be the game formerly known as the Civil War, but like, I don't even care. I'm just going to call it the Civil War. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Still Civil it's War. still the so Civil War. I'm just going to go right? ahead. I'm and not offended. Civil War is not just in America. Of every, of every other country, of every other, like, stop it. Guess right? what? Black racist. folks aren't offended by saying Civil War. Thank you. So it's, it's okay. A, thank you, it's, Rashad. It's, it's okay. Good you know, to know. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not offended by it. You know, it's one of those things. Call it the Civil War. And that's, and that's perfectly fine. Um, although the Ducks weren't able to win this game, uh, Oregon State was able to come out with the big victory but this is like you like i said towards the end of the season that's typically when something goes wrong whether it's a loss to utah and utah just has the ducks number like we know the utah utes um they are the oregon ducks kryptonite they're going to make sure that they play spoiler 
to the Oregon Ducks, it seems like every single year, but it's only been for the last couple of years that Utah has knocked them out in the Pac-12 championship. But Bo Nix is coming back for uh, his senior season. It seems like Bo Nix has been playing football for like 12 years. Um, but this is his fourth year. We forget that he had a couple big years at uh, at Auburn before he was able to come up to Eugene or down to Eugene or over to Eugene. And um, now he's going into a senior year, a second season in Eugene, probably the favorite to win the Heisman this year, uh, pretty much led the, the, the nation in offense last year. Um, they have a new offensive coordinator, though. That's something that should be looked at. Um, we often look at the head coach of the Oregon Ducks and blame a lot of the stuff, whether good or bad. They get all the praise if things go right. Um, they get all the blame if things go wrong. Um, but I think during the Marcus Arroyo years, it's kind of forced us to pay more attention to what our offensive coordinators can provide for these teams. So um, there's going to be a lot of questions uh, that Will Stein needs to answer. But, um, man, I, I think Bo Nix is going to have a great season. I don't know. I think I'll say right around 10 wins for the Ducks this season which sounds about fair. I know it's dis- that disappointing to a lot of Duck fans because they believe they should go 12-0 and and with an opportunity to play in the playoff, but I'm a more of a realist, and I think right around 10 wins is where Oregon should kind of expect themselves to be. Yeah, I know that uh, Dirt and Sprague kind of get on me because I say that a 10-win season is not just disappointing but a failure, and that is, in a vacuum, I want my teams to win it all. I root for my teams to win a championship in Oregon, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like is one of the only teams in the last decade, Rashad, not just in the Pac-12, but in all of college football that has been in the national championship twice. They've lost, but still had that national prestige. They've been there before and not quite gotten, you know, the final prize. Didn't get the BCS championship. Did not get the college football championship after beating Florida State down in the Rose Bowl a couple of years ago with Jameis Winston uh, and Marcus Mariota having an amazing game. And so... I'm frustrated when 2019 started off with a loss to Bo Nix and Auburn, right? That was Justin Herbert's senior year. They ended up going to the Rose Bowl for the first time under Mario Cristobal. It was great. This is the kind of opportunity that I see 2023 as, Rashad. This is where the Ducks have it all coming back player-wise. They're bringing back Bucky Irving. Bo Nix decided to forego the draft along with Caleb Williams and Michael Penix and everybody else in the Pac-12. You know, half the teams are bringing back their stud quarterbacks and obviously defending Heisman Trophy candidate. And then you got a really full offensive team with weapons on USC's end. But Oregon has a chance to get to the college football playoff. Are they going to? Probably not, which sucks. That really does piss me off. I do feel like Alabama and Georgia are just too good. USC right now would be the team preseason that everybody's picking from the Pac-12 if anybody did from this conference to go to the playoff. But Don't US- have Oklahoma be end up being good or one of those teams. You it's know, true. For, we still got Ohio State. We still got Michigan that had, you know, that had a great season last year. There's so so many other teams. There are a lot of teams that are going to be ahead of Oregon. So Oregon has to run the board if they want to go to the national championship. So a 10 win season is nothing. They have to run the board. Uh, Okay. So that's what, that's the ducks. Uh, Let's take this last segment and just give the beef some love and talk about Oregon state. I got love for Oregon state. One more note before we go, I was going to get to that SC last year allowed almost 30 points per game. So, so they can be beaten. I oh, wanted absolutely. to give we Duck fans that little shred of hope that, I mean, they, they, they give up a lot of points, and last year they didn't always convert on third down. So, yes, Caleb Williams is good, but there are ways to beat yeah. Danny Morang's USC condoms. And you, just, <laughs> and you just hope that, for whatever reason, USC hasn't filled in those gaps that they need to to make sure they can build a winner around Caleb Williams. So we'll see. Time will tell. we got a few weeks, and we'll get that answered. Uh, but coming up next, we'll go ahead and talk about the Beavs. Yes, I have love for the Beavs. I hate your stadium, but I absolutely love the Beavers. <laughs> we'll talk about Oregon State's chances next right here on The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. 
Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Tying a bow on this bad boy this Sunday, 1050. Come uh, by quick. Yeah, man. It always does, man. Like, you know, sometimes we'll come in so tired and then look up and it's like, oh, damn, we're 10 It's over. Left. Yeah, we're about done. So I uh, want to make, make sure we take time to uh, talk about Oregon State. Last time we kind of glanced, you know, kind of, you know, browse, you know, just breeze past them. And uh, it's important to make sure that we give them some love because Oregon State had a hell of a year last year. And I think they have a lot of expectation for this year. They came off their first 10 win season since 2006. Uh, That 2006 season, I think, was the uh, was that where they were competing with the Ducks to go to the Rose Bowl? I believe or playing spoil. No, they played spoiler when they were bad. Yeah, no, I think that was competing to go to the Rose Bowl that year. Yes, you sir. Know, so I guess the big question is, can they be even better uh, this upcoming season? Jonathan Smith, uh, who I believe was Pac-12 Coach of the Year last year, um, coaching at his alma mater has just been a breath of fresh air. Exactly what they needed. Um, the big change from from Gary Anderson, uh, and an even bigger change from um, dang, it's been so long. I'm trying to remember who who are, who the coach was. Fort Gary Dennis Anderson, Erickson. Dennis Erickson, Dennis Erickson, Mike Riley, well, Mike Riley Dennis, Dennis Erickson. Erickson. Yeah, yeah, there's been a prestigious but line of coaches. But specifically, Mike that, Riley is probably it was the most tenured, you know, coach that that they have for a long time. The, Some the ups point that and you're downs. getting at is that Gary Anderson kind of put a stup, a hole in all of the he, success or the Gary yeah. Anderson. I feel like only made it worse for uh, yeah. a little bit, and that was a, a time we can forget. But Jonathan Smith has come in and completely changed things. And then Oregon State goes out and was able to land transfer quarterback DJ Ugunlali. All right, it is Ungalalele, and Ungle-lele. it is not easy to say. Dang it, Ungle-lele. so it's all good. Ungalalele. Well, you know what? Antetokounmpo was hard to say at, at first as well. Well, people just then, said Giannis. No, but here's the thing: now everybody knows how to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like so, now you know what to say. So DJ, will everybody say Ungalalele. Ungalalele. It's a really cool to say. But DJ Ungalalele, who I just looked up, uh, twenty-two touchdowns, seven interceptions, his last season at Clemson. Mind you, he's playing in the he's playing in the. Uh, uh, ACC at that point, so you got some teams that may be a little bit faster, a little bit bigger. You know, it's in certain spots. Uh, Clemson's a team that uh, was really dominant for kind of the, you know, the end of the the 2010s. You know, so uh, 2017 through about 2019, 2020, like I think Clemson was pretty much the team to beat. And then you think about the great quarterbacks that have come 
from Clemson over the last little bit. You've got EJ Manuel. Uh, you've, I mean, we we don't like to really mention him, but uh, you've got uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, so you've got some guys that have gone to obviously Trevor Lawrence, who just won his first playoff game last year in Jacksonville. So you've got a great list of quarterbacks that have come from Clemson over the last little bit, and it looks like DJ Ungalalele, right? Yes, might sir. Be, might it. be the next big thing uh, to happen to Corvallis, and so you pair that um, with uh, Damian Martinez, who really took the Pac-12 by storm last year as a freshman and has a chance to really be the best back. Uh, not just in the Pac-12, but in college. You know, all Pac-12 first-team running back All Pac-12 first-team, you know, and so he has an opportunity not just to be the best in the Pac-12, but potentially um, the best in the country. And I think the main thing is uh, making sure you have targets uh, for DJ Ungalele to to throw to. Um, last year, you saw a lot of the receiving core from Oregon State take a lot of great strides forward, and that was a big reason. Like, towards the end of games, you saw some receivers make some plays. If DJ can put his team, you know, in position to really not turn the ball over the way we've seen with, you know, some of the Oregon State quarterbacks last year. Um, it was kind of up and down at certain points. But what Oregon State really needs is some consistency from the the quarterback position. If they get that, I don't think there's any any doubt, considering how well they played last year with the shaky no, with no. shaky quarterbacks, um, what a consistent one can do for this, fr- uh, for this franchise, excuse me, for this program this season um can be phenomenal i'm excited to see what the beavers can be with an actual quarterback besides like bengal branson and christian jubia and yeah. even beyond uh, ungalalele they've got uh, their big recruit coming in that's going to be sitting on the bench um so oregon state at the quarterback position looks like it's going to be sewn up for a while so that is going to be um one of the telling, you know, obviously the quarterback is the biggest position on the field, but I feel like in college football, you can get by with an average quarterback, you know, as long as your roster is just flush with absolute athlete studs at every other position. So, you know, we'll see if that quarterback position in Ungalalele is going to work for Oregon State. It's a new new thing for him, all fresh reset. He's got two years left of eligibility. And like I said, the transition of what Oregon State was <laughs> from Gary Anderson to now Jonathan Smith has brought that prestige back. It's nice to see with Damian Martinez. Other weapons just absolutely loaded for the Beavers. And they've got, I believe... Um, for their five offensive line returning or three yes, of five, I, yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of their offensive line returning A lot of things well, to be happy about. Just like the Ducks. So they've got guys that have been there that have built this up with Jonathan Smith. I think uh, their preseason power rankings from Sports Illustrated had the Beavers at fifth which is one of the highest rankings they've had in Pac-12 preseason oh, that I can absolutely. remember. And, and frankly, I would put them actually ahead of Utah. So ooh, I, I know Cam I know. Rising is good. I know Whittingham has got it going there with Utah, but the way that the Beavers came on strong last season, I would at this point put them ahead of Utah as the fourth I, best Pac-12 I, team. I still think Utah is arguably the second best Pac-12 team. Uh, I, I think they're Cam Rising is uh, too good, and we don't talk about him until it's time for them to play Oregon or something like that, and then he just goes crazy. But, um, yeah, Willingham has built something really, really cool um, up there in Utah. Um, however, the one thing we don't talk enough about, and we, we haven't really talked about Oregon State's schedule, they were able to avoid USC. Yes. So they don't have USC on their schedule this year. That's true. And they've got Washington and Utah at home. So they don't have to travel to those two really uncomfortable places to play. They get both of them in their own at Reeser, and so that kind of takes a little bit more pressure off of them. So I think the schedule kind of lines up really well for Oregon State to to make an impact. And the fact that they don't have to play USC, which I think in a lot of cases that's probably a guaranteed loss you know, on your schedule. If you're taking that away, uh, they have a great opportunity to win 10, potentially 11 games. I'm going to go ahead and say – um, this season, because people have the Oregon State game is now circled on schedules <laughs> for the Pac-12. No kidding. You know, there's nobody overlooking them this year. So because they're going to get everybody's best shot, I can see Oregon State walking around, walking away with anywhere between eight to ten wins this season. I, I'm going to go ahead and say eight. Yeah, I can see a nine ten season, uh, a win season for them. Easy. Excited to see Anthony Gould and what he's going to do at the wide receiver position for them coming back for his junior season. I, I would assume this is going to be his last year. So yeah, the Beavers, a lot of weapons. 
bunch of guys on the first and second uh, all, all Pac-12 team to start the season and a lot more expectations, which are a good thing. I think high expectations for the Beavers, a, a lot higher than they've been in a long time. It's some special in Corvallis, and with the season coming up, with the stadium being finished, hopefully soon. Oh man, it's gonna get rumbling there. It may not sound just like Austin, but it's gonna be pretty crazy. No, it's not gonna sound anything like Austin. Very few places sound like Austin, but it's the you know, zoo for a reason. But I think Oregon State, the charm of Oregon State has always been that they've been their own, their own program. They do their own thing. They're not so much concerned about what they're doing up there in Eugene, which is why, you know, if I think they were, they probably would have been a little more successful sooner. But because they've kind of beat to their beat of their own drum, um, I think Oregon State is going to be in great position to do some great things. So, man, Jordan, thank you so much, man. Today was awesome, bro. Dude, I love this, Richard. Man, this is awesome. This is always awesome. We need to get you talking more. So I appreciate you, uh, man. Absolutely, man. So I hope you Football's enjoy Football's coming. Sunday. Hey, we right around the corner. So uh, break out the grills. If you ain't broke them out already, man, start getting yourself together. Start getting the, enjoy the rest of your summer because we know when football gets here, Man, we're going to be sick and shut in on the couch just watching TV. So um, that's going to do it for us. For my guy, Jordan Schultz, I'm Rashad Taylor. Joe Fish will be back next week. The gang's all here. We're going to holler at y'all. Peace. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.